start whenever. Okay, so another episode of the uh, Mastermind, I guess, group. Uh, it's been a while. Heath, it's been a long time. And, uh, it's this, been too long. This is, this is your year. I feel it. I feel that good things are going to happen to both of us this year. I know. I've had a fantastic feeling about this year so far, Paul. How did your little stay out? Did you go to Dubai for a while? Yeah, I uh, flew out to Abu Dhabi. Flew out to Abu Dhabi, uh, then uh, managed to stay there for two, three days. This is all courtesy of Groupon uh, on the internet. So, uh, really? yeah, uh, managed to get a five-star hotel uh, on Groupon, and then uh, get this a taxi from Abu Dhabi to Dubai, which is about an hour and a half. Uh, that was about twenty-five pounds, thirty dollars, and. Uh, then jumped on a cruise ship, and uh, a Groupon cruise, huh? Yeah, Groupon cruise. <laughs> no, I've never been on a cruise. Uh, no, neither, neither have I, and it was fantastic. You know, like it, it was a little bit old-fashioned, but uh, you know, like for example, I went up for a beer and uh, at the top deck, and there's people learning to tango and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, you can imagine it's just full of oldies. It, it, basically, it's it's where you spend your last few years before you're on your way out. But uh, uh, it was good. It was good fun. Um, massive, so, massive cruise ship. Yeah. Are you on a tango? Are you a tango master now? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no uh, unfortunately not. But uh, hey, it's good to get a taste of the good life because that's, you know, ultimately it, 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 we feel refreshed. Um, and uh and really energized now you know I, I have to say though it's kind of hard to get back into the swing of things uh, i've been struggling to you know get fully pumped up i haven't started my five o'clock wake-ups yet and uh yeah. and so i don't know about you getting back into the saddle but it's been a little bit hard but i tell you what inspired me is just having some really interesting chats with listeners of the show and uh, the potential joint ventures and it's starting to you know build momentum and, and it kind of inspired me but are you feeling a bit kind of flat uh we well christmas is always insanity but we went down to miami for new year's and yeah when when i get back you know it's not only this but i got to catch up all the stuff for my day job and so that's been mayhem and then our heater went out here and it was zero degrees yesterday when we woke up zero degrees fahrenheit and uh that's cold you know it's negative 32 you <laughs> negative 16 windshield and so i'm waiting on them to come but yeah i mean we we've been doing a lot of switching things around at the house and like getting rid of a lot of stuff and i've i've started doing the the whole waking up early thing again but it's <laughs> Instead of like 4.30, you know, it's been more like 5.30. I'm trying to get back in the groove a little bit. So don't tell trying. me, you're getting rid of some stuff, but please don't tell me you got rid of your heater because I feel like you're sitting there, for the benefit of anyone <laughs> listening to this, you have got about 10 fleeces on, you've got a hat. You you look like you're in the Antarctic. Yeah, it's cold. It's cold. This is, I mean, two years ago when it was 110 degrees Fahrenheit, Literally, my com air compressor blew on my AC, so we didn't have air conditioning, and it was like the most miserable thing ever, and I was like, man, and I was thinking the other day, it doesn't really get down to zero here very often, you know, Fahrenheit, and 
that's cold. And as soon as it did, of course, something started happening, and I had to shut the thing down because it sounded like it was about to explode. And uh, yeah, man, just well, fist bump. I, I love how your uh, Mac is still going. So uh, you know, it's. Uh, I have to say that. No, my... I didn't tell you about that story, did I? No. No, my. Uh, so like three weeks ago. Yeah, I don't really know exactly how this happened, but I woke up, and my my laptop. I was at my mom's house, and I had it sitting in a chair. And I woke up, and it was covered completely just soaked in water like the entire chair everything was just soaking wet and I there's absolutely no I have no explanation of what what it was and I so I opened it up and took the battery out but man it had been sitting there overnight the entire logic board was just corroded right and so I'm like oh my god you know I can't turn this thing on I have all this work to do before I go to Miami to try to get the podcast and things like that in line. Man, I I swear, it was like I had a, about a day and a half before I left to get on the plane. So I'm trying to figure out how to get another Mac with like minimal money. <laughs> and I ended up buying like a, a uh, I got a 15-inch 2011 early model on Craigslist for like $500, not really knowing if it was going to, perform or not and then I'm trying to fix the other one but like you know I took it apart all the way down to like I mean literally took the entire thing apart cleaned it all with isopropyl alcohol got all the corrosion off the boards put it back together still nothing uh, pretty positive the logic boards fried I've tried to test everything else out but I got this other Mac for 500 bucks and so I reinstalled like you know I had a backup on my time machine and I I pulled it all in. It took 18 hours, you know, and I only had a day and a half. So then I'm trying to organize everything and get it working so I can get whatever <laughs> work I could get done so I could get some of the podcast stuff out on time. And uh, the internet on it wouldn't work. I got the whole Yos Yosemite internet bug, you know? And that took me like six hours to figure out going through forums because apparently they haven't released a fix for that yet. And, man, that's a real problem, like... It ended up being two of these small little daemon files that were in a system configuration folder somewhere that I had to remove out of the folder. Like, I mean, it was... And the only reason I found that out is because I was on a random forum and it, this one person was like, yeah, my internet doesn't work, but for some reason it, wor it works if you use Chrome. So I was like, okay, well, I opened up Chrome, then it worked fine on Chrome. And I'm like, what in the hell? I guess... It's weird, man. But uh, you know, I was just know. about to download Yosemite last night, and I've I've still got Mavericks, and I'm, I think I might keep with that for a few few more months. Um, it doesn't seem man, to be a compelling reason to upgrade at this stage. Apparently, there's a lot of people that had that problem when they upgraded, and I this computer I bought already had Yosemite on it. So when I imported my time machine, I started the computer, and it it just went to the gray screen and crashed. And so I was like, well, there must be a problem with the operating system. So I reinstalled the operating system, and then and then uh, it booted, but then the Internet wouldn't work. And So with all that going, and then I had about four hours until I had to get on the plane, and I edited a couple episodes real quick and show notes and things like that and threw them up to, to last me until literally yesterday. So now I'm out again, and I have to start back over again before Monday. But it's been kind of crazy, man. 
That is, what a story. Oh, I mean, I feel for you. And, uh, you know, nobody listening to your show, your show will ever appreciate just how much effort goes in uh, on the back end. And, uh, you, you know, the, the, did you get anybody uh, commenting or saying, oh, thanks for, you know, putting out this stuff over Christmas? Um, I, I don't know. I got a lot of, I got a lot of, um, I think I got a lot of activity during the holidays. Yeah. You know, not too bad. I was really out of touch anyways. I didn't have my computer and since I was down in Miami it was it was a little nuts. There's yes. lots of lots of dudes wearing speedos down there, Paul. I know you like to wear speedos in Europe. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so Heath, what's uh, what's your feeling for two thousand and fifteen? Do you feel like you could keep this going, the momentum? Are you, are you uh, aiming for this you year to going. be... going. I'm going to maximize the hell out of it times 10. I mean, you know, from where you were, uh, literally, isn't that ironic? We had that uh, Twitter exchange. I think you favorited uh, one of my appearances on the, that Tropical Entrepreneur thing and uh, that you know the guy and you've interviewed like his partner. I just figured like you're so connected now. And uh, it, I guess it's... <laughs> so yeah, funny to think about that. Trajan King, man, I had him on and he's... He's awesome, and then I just he connected me to one of his SEO guys, Daniel. And so whenever I do a website and somebody needs SEO work, that's not something that I really generally do. I just forward them to him, and then they he sends me a commission back. Oh, that's so a that's, good, that's a good arrangement. Yeah. Yeah, and he's actually like a a pretty. He seems to be a pretty brilliant guy. I haven't I haven't worked with him a lot yet, but they do it. You know, a lot of SEO companies charge an ass load up front. And you don't really know what you're going to get for a while. And he he discharges $500 a month. And then after three months, you, you get to see all the results and then decide if you want to keep going or not. And so it's been pretty been pretty cool. Thing. Have you managed to get any clients through to him then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's good one, then. Another one on the way. Right. Well, that's a good uh, commission for you then, isn't it? I'm guessing 10 15% uh, of that, which... Uh, you know, as a month. Yeah, I mean, everything helps, you know. And I've got a couple website jobs going, but 2015, I've really decided that I'm going to focus on certain things. One being more self-education. Like I joined the Fizzle community, which has been pretty awesome. Uh, I'm going to take a lot more tutorials on how to do specific things with marketing online and app development, and then two to create revenue. So I'm. I found a girl, Steph Colburn, who I'm working with. She's an audio expert, and we're going to do this whole – I'm calling it Pod Squad right now. That's not going to be the name, but that's kind of like the code name for the whole on-demand uh, podcast servicing thing. So we've got some good ideas there. Yeah, and I, I introduced you to a guy who I spoke to yesterday who set up a business called Scrubcast. He set it up in December. Uh, you may want to go and check his website out. Uh, I don't know if oh, you yeah. got, that, got that email. Um, really I nice guy. Really, really lovely guy. Really uh, good guy. Lives in the UK. And uh, he's he's basically took the plunge a few years ago. Uh, he's a full-time entrepreneur. Uh, he was a contractor in London and now is doing this full-time. He's struggling struggling a little bit for money. But, uh, you know, he he's doing this podcasting service. And, uh, yeah, I just feel like you, you should have a chat with him because uh, you, you may be able to, you know, he's got a ready-made thing going. Uh, but he's got no clients, so yeah. uh, you know maybe there's a JV opera, uh, opportunity there, or I don't know. Just uh, you know, there's a lot of people doing pretty much along the lines of I'm looking at it right now. 
a lot of along the lines of what he's doing um, in the physical community alone. I was looking at like forums, you know, people always post what they're working on in there, and there's a guy in there who's about to release something. It's kind of like WP Curve, but for podcasters. Oh, okay, and, so well, it sounds like you got to get on quick before. Uh... And it's sixty nine dollars a month, and you get like, I think it's uh, for sixty nine bucks a month, you get one or maybe like three four or three one hour episodes edited and the thing I'm doing is different than anything else I've seen so far though but the girl I'm working with it looks like she's doing the exact same thing as this kind of scrub cast she's just kind of a consultant for audio stuff and her prices look about the same as his and so it's okay. just a matter of getting out there and well, I'll tell you, the idea I gave to him is that over the holiday, I listened to this wonderful podcast called Serial. It's one of the world's most successful podcasts, you know, like... Yeah, from, man, I love that podcast. And, you know, everybody's saying that it's the format. And uh, I listened to a, an episode of Pat Flynn. Uh, he copied the format. And, and as he's going through, it sounded really, really good. But he's explaining that, you know, 10 minutes into it, he said, oh, this has taken two and a half hours so far of editing. And I think by the end of it, it was like six and a half hours work to edit the 30 minute show. So I said to this guy, I said, you, you know, you, that, that is what you want to do. You want to basically offer a, a serial type editing service, you know, literally target that as the, because most people can uh, edit uh, like a guest, like my show. Uh, it, it doesn't take me very long at all. There's no way I'm going to give, you know, 22 episodes to this guy and pay 150 quid an episode. Yeah. Uh, and so you know it's it's quick and easy work but there's there's actually no way i'm going to spend six hours editing each episode to try and make it look like the serial or sound like the serial and so i think there's an opportunity there to offer a serial type editing service yeah the ums and the ahs and the music and the, i mean that's what see I, like i would never i'm not targeting to go through and remove ums and ahs but i think you could easily get somebody in place that's willing to do it for cheap i mean it's crazy to me when i start talking to people about it there's a lot of people doing that kind of same thing so right well listen to that it's episode i think 135 of pat flynn and uh i've got it on here uh he uh it's very good because what it is like lots of little music and transitions and then it goes back to him in the studio then he goes out on location and edits yeah. that and uh, has these uh, little breaks. And uh, yeah, it just sounds, you know, it sounds more, I, I guess it's a little bit like, you know, video. They got to the point now where you're quite used to seeing lots of cuts within short periods of time because it keeps your attention. Uh, and I guess yeah. that's like with um, podcasting. So yeah. yeah, it's great. There's one I listen to all the time. It's a Buckeyes podcast here for sports and those guys do it, and it's awesome. I love it. Right. I mean, but they take a lot of time editing it, and I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, I've listened to a lot of podcasts recently that just use music that surely they don't have rights to use, and they don't seem to be getting in any trouble for it, but I thought I was under the influence that I wasn't allowed to do that. And um, if Apple finds out, you know, they'll rip you out of the, the store, so I'm just wondering, because, I mean, if I can just pull tunes in there and play them as bridges you know i might do that and plus yeah. one of my goals for this year is to set it up so i can actually just record everything live i mean like oh i would love that i think that like yeah instead of having to go back and edit it all i literally open it up do my intro hit the button play the intro music yes. uh, get the guest through 
kind of like John, I think John Lee Dumas does that. Does then, he? Uh, okay. Yeah, I think he does. I don't think he does like, um, you know, he even puts the advertisements in while he's on the show with the guests. Oh, so the guest is actually just sat there while he plays yeah, the advertising. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, cause yeah. I've actually got uh, two sponsors at the moment and uh, my I think my advertising is running a little bit too long. Uh, it's going four minutes. So I have um, uh, a 30 second each ad, so one minute pre-roll, and then I have um, two minutes each mid-roll ad. So at the moment, I've restricted that to two, uh, four, which is four minutes, and it just feels a bit long. Uh, and I know that John only does two minutes in the in the mid-roll. So um, I need to cut that down. And also, I probably need to uh, you know, transition it with better music. Yeah, um, but I would yeah. like to start. <laughs> I don't know about the guests sitting through the sponsorship notes, though. I mean, I, I guess it would take, I mean, I, I, literally, I would love to get to the point where I just go on and that half an hour chat with the guest is most of the work. And then, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes of post-production. But th th that's where I want to try and free up a lot of my time with that post-production stuff. But uh, obviously, I don't want to pay 150 whatever it is per, per episode because it just seems like a, you know, like an expensive solution. So insanely expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, how are you getting on with attracting sponsorship for your show? Have you, uh, I haven't ever, I haven't even tried. Right. Um, it just, I mean, uh, I don't really have the stats to get them to be honest. Well, well it's the audience, isn't it? You need, uh, I mean, whatever the services you are using, it's possibly, uh, uh, yeah, whoever wants to advertise to creative. Um, I don't really like, I'm not really, I don't really need to, I'm not really focusing on doing that right now, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, I must admit, I it's not it's not a big earner, to be fair. I mean, I'm getting uh, $800 per month on sponsorship. Uh, but I mean, like $800 for a month for me can do, I mean, that's huge, but I don't think I can... Unless I get my stats up way more than they are, I don't think I can uh, swing it. Now, the uh, what about your chart position? Have you kept on top of your chart position? Do you know roughly how it's been? It's not. It's still. It's not showing. I, I, you can only see the top three hundred, right? So it's not in the top three hundred. No, not that I know of. You know, I think your category. You're in performing arts. I think that is incredibly. Uh... I know. I thought about changing it. and I can't remember how to do it. And I also thought about doing some kind of like uh, launching another new podcast with the same kind of artsy now, like maybe artsy now blogs or something, and just doing my the the special episodes that you, I've listed. Do you happen to have your phone with you? Because I tell you, um, yeah, uh, I do. Uh, are you able to go into the Apple Podcasting app and have a look under technology and software? Because uh, I want to see how it differs between the U.S. and the U.K. Uh, I I can't okay. seem to get. I'm a, I'm a, I'm on a VPN that's like linking to the U.S., but I can't see what the U.S. charts are like and whether it's a big difference to uh, what I'm seeing. So let's see here. You want me to go to which category? Yeah. So go to technology. All right. And go to software how to. Okay. And scroll down. Um, I, I jump up up and down all over the place, uh, but at the moment I think uh, in the UK I'm a hundred and 
I was at 137 uh, in those charts. Um, are you able to tell me where I am? Yeah, hold on. I'm trying to find it. Let's see. Uh, then look, there's lots of podcasts on here that <laughs> man, a lot of people utilize that microphone, don't they? Yeah, yeah, and you know the annoying thing is, as you're scrolling through, most of those podcasts don't have any new content or haven't had any new content for several years. That's so stupid. Steve I know. is Steve's at one sixty seven. Josh Earl is at one seventy with the Entre Programmers. See, I'm not seeing any of those. Right. Um, I haven't seen it yet, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's weird. You never know per country what what they're doing. Yeah, that's well. That, that's why I'm interested now. I want to um, maybe when you find it, take a screen grab for me, and then I'll. Uh, I'm I'm keeping an Evernote uh, track of. Uh, oh, there you are. Right. Two two fifty eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you could take a screen grab, because at the moment, um. As I say, I, I'm one three seven. So, for, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. You've probably got massive amounts of traffic. Uh, honestly, like, th I, right? Okay, so here's a, here's a story for you. That first you of all, reviews. Uh, well, I'm trying to figure it all out. Uh, I uh, I just uh, jumped about a hundred uh, from the sixth of January to the eighth of January, but this is in the UK store. Uh, but I I only had a five star rating on the uk store on the 7th and in the u.s store i had a five star and a written review but the that doesn't seem to have impacted the chart position um mm. now I, I think what oh, i don't know it's uh, yeah okay so i think it's like maybe uh, the velocity of reviews not the number of reviews and the consistency of reviews i think it may actually now be the velocity of reviews so if you can get like six reviews on one single day that will then propel you up that would make charts. sense that would make sense to me i mean i could see that because when i first started i had a bunch right up front and then they put me up there in the new and noteworthy and then you know i had i had consistently one every couple of days but it wasn't seeming to help much after i got out of the eight weeks yeah so i want to keep i, I want to keep helping cover. so i want to keep helping you out with the reviews that we're uh, getting and at the moment, I mean, you'll have a look at the, can you see the reviews in, in on your podcast? Um, I, I've just joined this service called um, My Podcast Reviews, I think. It's a free service. And uh, I know all the yeah, reviews. Yeah, that, I mean, I've seen, I meant like, I think I had like 46 last time I looked. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the last month seems to be quite good for you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't tell like what has came through with that. Yeah, and what, I wonder where that know. came from. <laughs> but uh, I'm almost thinking of, um, you know, trying to encourage the, uh, like the, the reviews to be more condensed uh, on the monthly basis. So if I was to carry on with that uh, f for you, that would that would be okay. Yeah? On this, on the artsy now. Hey man, I'm I'm willing to try out anything. Yeah. See, it's always good to research and see what works and what doesn't. Uh, what I'll do, if you want, I can share with you exactly what I've been tracking on my Evernote. And um, as I say, I, I think it is. Uh, so I think reviews have maybe 30% of the impact of your chart position. The rest of it, so it's subscribers 
reviews, uh, downloads, and ratings. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, I feel like um, iTunes then uh, have a very basic algorithm that m put all those together and, and then determine the, uh, the position uh, in the charts. And so if you can affect the reviews, uh, then that, that does have like a big difference. And I think it's the velocity of reviews as well. So uh, I've noticed that the, when I jumped up quite a lot in the UK, it was from, um, uh, uh, I had six reviews in one day. Really? So, yeah, I'm thinking that to get, because obviously like what's, why are we doing this? It's because we know that like a majority of downloads come from the store and people just browsing the charts. So it's important to get within the top 100 of the charts in a way. Uh, I would love to be able to get up there, man. I need to see a traffic boost, but. But uh, now the other thing, Heath, which I want, awesome I, I think it's, I just want to, I think you'll, you'll be like, this, this may or may not help. But uh, when I was in Dubai, I um, bumped into, and I was having a chat with a, a guy. He lives, now, uh, just imagine this in, in your own mind, right? He lives in uh, uh, literally a desert town. It's an oasis town in the middle of the UAE. There is nothing that is just like a handful of huts, pretty much. Yeah, he's an American yeah. guy. He's married a, a Venezuelan lady, and he's now living there and working ed in education, uh, doing teaching or something in an English school. Uh, so he he'd heard of me through the podcast, okay, <laughs> <laughs> right? And uh, I kind of made me realize that um, I, literally we do touch these people all all around the world, and we have no idea where our message is being heard or felt uh, i listened to another show called um the no agenda and he is uh, adam curry is the is what's called the Podfather. he's like literally one of the guys early guys in podcasting uh and uh, he he uh, he basically knew sort of was going through that you cannot measure uh you literally cannot measure this stuff it has it's really really difficult even for his podcast he's just said that it's um you know, uh, it's too hard to measure. You, it, it doesn't capture it all. So whatever you're looking at there with Libsyn, just take that and, and remember that that is not a definitive guide to how many people are, you're touching around the world. It's. It, I almost feel like you should probably not focus too much on the, the numbers. Yeah, I don't anymore, man. I'm like more focused on creating relationships with, with um, the people I interview because... Now the, the other thing I'm the other thing I'm learning as well, Heath, is that uh, literally people will listen to you and, and have no inclination to go and find you on Twitter or, or leave you a review or get in touch. They just will listen to you. And I had a chat with a guy who'd been listening to my entire series uh, as he drives around. He's a self-employed courier, uh, and yet he never once like decided to get in touch with me until now because he wanted to write and uh, build an app that he had an app idea. And I was like, well, you know, it just reminded me that people will, whatever you say on the podcast, they just will not have any inclination to do anything other than consume what you're saying. <laughs> I believe it, man. Yeah. So that's that, like you basically just imagine you've probably got 95% of your audience are going to be this silent, you know, passive listener base uh, and will not take any action and will not, you know, do anything. They, they just will listen to you. <laughs> so that's just have to, we have to accept that, I guess. 
Does that, does that, do you feel like that's a fair comment? Yeah, man, absolutely. I finally got a damn ebook up. <laughs> like, <laughs> and within, you know, now I get at least like four or five subscribers a day to my email list as opposed to when I was getting like one every couple of days. So that's kind of fun. And then, yeah, like I, I, I called the local accelerator and I, I talked to the guy down there and I've got a couple brilliant dudes that have been musicians their whole life and we're trying to work on going to do some project with this new uh, an app for kind of we, we just actually talked about it before that music app we talked about yeah. and so I found these two guys that are really brilliant one's actually a he just entrepreneur. He works like two days a week doing construction, like on his own, and then the rest of the week he just plays music and does whatever he wants. And the other guy is working for like a music consultant up in Philly. He was like a brilliant musician, but lost his nerves in his hand, so he couldn't play the guitar anymore. All right. But now he's focusing on like consulting musicians. I think it's gonna be a really good team. But I got a hold of the local accelerator, and I told him I was like, listen, because I mean I hadn't been getting in there for a while because the program I was in they kind of like everybody dropped out of it except for me and it was just there was nobody there to really help with anything so I might as well just been doing the you know the Coursera stuff at home you know the iOS courses and I got game salad and started playing around with that you know it's pretty easy to make a 2D game and um, so I, I told him I was like man I really I want to get something out uh, even if it's just skinning something but I'm gonna be working on this project so I'm waiting to hear back from them if they can help me set something up to go in there for like half of it being kinda of baby incubating for this whole pod squad project that I've got going on the other half being support for you know getting getting some apps done and so I'm focusing on that and then I'm gonna focus on self-education for this year and then of course saving money and trying to pay off debt those are my big those are my big go-to's right yeah actually i was um one of my previous guests suggested that you have a word to describe the year that you're intending to have uh so uh, rather than do new year's resolutions and then every time you're making like these small decisions you can uh, think back to that word so my wife has picked her uh, to sparkle so she wants to sparkle this year you know do things like basically will <laughs> my I, I i figured that I, I did all this kind of paper you know like um mind mapping and what i want the year to be and then i came up with the word adventurous and uh you know i realized that i'm stuck behind this microphone doing this stuff and it's like really really great and i'm connecting with people but i'm not perhaps being as adventurous as i used to be so uh, I'm gonna yeah do- that's a big thing for me too man i've like last night i got home from work i had to drive 10 hours and we did a pitch to some you know a big company out for like 250 grand worth of business a year, which is pretty good for what we do. And um, like got home at 7 p.m., left at like 6 a.m. And and I got home and like usually I would get on the computer and start doing stuff. But last night I was like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy the evening, get some stuff done around the house. You know, hung out with Lindsay a little bit. and But I took the GoPro down to Miami, man, and that was pretty adventurous. We walked through this. 200 foot section of nothing but dudes wearing speedos and like gay dudes running around (laughs) i can't wait to pull a video and see what it was like yeah i I remember spending a new year in miami uh was it isn't it dangerous because uh at new year they tend to fire off their guns in in the air 
Yeah, we didn't go down there when they were doing that. Though. We were at a concert, but yeah, you're right. They do that. I don't know what the hell's wrong with them. <laughs> and isn't there like some sections of Miami where if you just go down the wrong road, that you kind of end up in the hood and it's pretty dangerous? Yeah, we did that. You know, we ended up in Wynwood. Yeah, that's it, Wynwood. Yeah, that's the art district. But you don't want to be there at night. That's for sure. Yeah, we we were, and uh, the the number of cars with their tinted windows that pulled up beside you is like, whoa, we need to get out because we had a you know like a pretty obvious Hertz uh, renter car. <laughs> so. I remember, I remember sleeping. Uh, it's like one of those films. I remember sleeping with, my, you know, like, in the car with uh, my friend at the time, and w w literally, I had a cold, so I was um, uh, blowing my nose and, and throwing the tissues out of the window, like you do when you're eighteen, uh, twenty. And uh, the, in the morning, we woke up and we're on a main path, like where everyone's walking their dog, and then we get this knock knock on the door, which is a police guy. And he's like, what are you doing, guys? <laughs> we're like, we're English. We don't know what we're doing, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and then I think we pulled, so yeah, we, we then had to sleep in um, the car in a, 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 an official camper van site. But we sneaked in and didn't pay. It was like where all the camper vans were. We just had a car. And uh, I remember waking up in the morning and the, uh, the owner came over and tried to get some money off of us. And... Uh, I remember he was standing in front of the car and we were just like winding the windows up and locking the doors. <laughs> and as he came walking around, uh, we then just like literally sped off like uh, Thelma and Louise. It was just, it was pretty mad. <laughs> You're a vigilante. Paul. So that, that's what I mean by adventurous, you know, as you get older, it's harder to kind of do that stuff. But uh, Well, you should start putting a GoPro on your head and then just going out and doing stuff and then you can put it up on your website. <laughs> yes, yeah. Maybe that's I know a guy, Jason Berwick, who I had, he, he goes and does like e-commerce stuff and he goes to the store and uh, buys a bunch of stuff on the clearance racks and then he throws them up on Amazon and eBay and makes, you know, 140%. And uh, yeah, he, man, he's, uh, he puts that GoPro on his head and he's going to start doing tutorials. It's like how to go find stuff in a store and things. It's working for him pretty well. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, you'll be surprised how you think you have like a mundane life, but people want to tap into it. And uh, especially if you yeah. live like us, you know, a pretty public life. So <laughs> uh, fifth man, that's all you got to do. Uh, it's been pretty crazy, man. It was, uh, I was looking back on 2014 and it's just like, it's insane. You know, never did I think I was going to be like introducing, you know, 14 time best selling authors to other people to consult him for podcasting and things like that. And uh, it's kind of crazy to have that wedge. I must admit that, you know, for both of us as well, you kind of, you do a lot of giving, you know, there's a lot of intros and, and sometimes I'm a little bit surprised how, you know, you'll get out the blue. Like, so for today, for example, I had out the blue, a guest from last year, well, probably a hundred episodes ago, who's asking for my help. And, uh, yeah. I've actually had three or four now uh, requests on my time, like uh, just today. And uh, I, I need to figure out my motivation to try and keep on top of all this stuff because I'm not sure I'd want to get like sidetracked. Uh, I, I feel mm -hmm. like I need to be a little bit more focused. And um, yeah, I don't know how you find, sometimes you get sidetracked with trying to help people out when uh, I guess we need to... Yeah. 
really be mindful I mean, I, of the time. That's one of the most important things, man. I have, I battle. That's what I'm doing a lot more focus this year is because I'm, I mean, I'm, geez. So, so here's, here's, a, here's an app for you if you're interested. Um, I'm actually going to probably get it. So if I get it, I'll give you a login and you could probably use it as well. Um, it's called uh, Blinkist. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, Blink, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. And what they do is they, they take all the top business books that you can read and they, they condense them into a 15-minute read or a 15-minute audio. So you get, really? you get the whole book like condensed to the, the, the key nuggets and you can, you can digest it within 15 minutes. Uh, so That's pretty awesome. Like I was just reading, I don't know, the seven habits of highly effective people or, um, you know, all these different business books. Uh, and uh, I figured that, okay, so it's a little bit cheating, <laughs> but, but I mean, seriously, like that's awesome if they can actually pull the, I mean, some of the best stuff in books are the little nuggets that are in there, but I mean, depending on what they condense, that could be pretty awesome. So I was on a free trial and now they've, um, taken that away and I get this daily free book. So I might, I'm tempted to spend 15 minutes a day, just take some time out and uh, like look. So if, if I do that, then I'll, I'll send that across. Uh, you could log in using my login and uh, and have a go and look at that. Um, the other thing I'm doing, which I'm really enjoying, actually every time I've done this, something really good has happened is I, I'm literally, if, if I'm having a, a chat and I don't need to uh, be by behind my, my desk or on the computer, I will go and, and have a walk, a virtual walk with the guy. Uh, I've done that quite a few times. And um, I feel it's just it's so much so much better to have these conversations when you're walking. Uh, yeah. It seems to be more creative. Yeah, man, I've, that's an awesome idea. I would, like, I'm trying to get more. I've gotten the podcasting down to where I really only have to work maybe, you know, I don't know. Let's see, four or five, maybe six or seven days a, week, a month on it. And I would even really like to get it lower than that as far as the actual audio and uploading stuff goes and recording. But I'm going to be, yeah, I, I'm, I'm focusing on self-education. Like I said, I'm going to learn a whole bunch and then figure out the best ways to go about it. I'm not going to rush myself to get out of here like I kind of intended at the end of last year. I think I'm going to focus on paying off debt and then doing yeah. it the smart way. And just learning and meeting as many people as possible along the way. Yeah, I would say the debt thing is very important. Uh, this guy I was speaking to yesterday, this entrepreneur, they've built up quite a bit of credit card debt. And now he's got this awful decision of whether to contract uh, back into work to try and pay off some of this debt. He said it's surprising like how quickly your savings will uh, dissipate. And, uh, uh, you know, even though there's only so much you can tighten your belt and... Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's kind of struggling. So you don't. Re I mean, once you once you make this decision to go on your own, then uh, there's no turning back because you, the, it it will be ten times worse going to like do try this for a year than going back into work. Uh, I'm telling you, there's no way out. You'll. Uh, so you want to make sure that when you do decide to make the plunge, that you are uh, at least have something that could be considered regular income to to perhaps cushion the blow. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think you got to focus on revenue and get something steady going. And I think this whole podcasting thing, I've got at least two people that are willing to pay for it so far. And if I can get, but by the end of the year, my goal would be to have six paying clients with the kind of a running model. 
And I know that could be kind of a soon goal, but I mean, I'm going to push it and see if I can't get it done and at least get it working. Um, I'm probably just going to throw up a WordPress site with some Google Forms on it for now and just make it private, you know, so nobody can use it except for people I give logins to yeah. to manage. But one thing I was thinking of, it would be really awesome if you could get, like, you know, Soundation, that guy, right? If you could get a service like that hosted as part of a podcasting service to where people could literally log into the site, utilize Soundation to record their podcast straight onto the cloud, and then they have all the options to click what they want done for the podcast right there and just hit one button and it submits. Then they see it all done right after that. So uh, You see, I must admit, I, uh, it's Bill Bryant, his name is, uh, the guy from Soundation, and uh, I... He gave me a login, like full access to the back end. I never did uh, look into it. Uh, I would love the ability to have two people logging in and just record a podcast uh, through through. Yeah, the, that would be the, brilliant. Uh, and then it it saves within the cloud, and 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 literally that that would just be great. So there's no local files uh, on my my system, or yeah, that would be great. Let me just see if I've got the. I'm just wondering, like, even if it wasn't his, you know, he's got a full like on editor online like that but I mean even if it was just a call recorder in the cloud you know what I mean or it's like if that was part of the podcasting consulting service that's already there where they can literally just log into one site record their show click the boxes if they want show notes distribution whatever they may need underneath the episode yeah type in the date they wanted to release and then submit it and then have a comfortable feeling that it's going to go out when it does, and it's going to be edited, and everything's going to be great. I mean, people would eat that shit up for the right price. It's because it's the simplest thing that they could possibly do. Uh, yeah, it looks like I'm, I'm actually uh, logged in as my main Google Enterprise account. Uh, so uh, I can share my screen. Can I share my screen? I'm not sure. It's uh, Google Hangout, isn't it? Uh, yeah, of course I can. Um, I've just I've logged in. I, 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 have you seen the back end, the beta uh, for Chrome? Let, let me just. The, I'll share the my. Uh, they're ha they're having a a, a beta. Oh, sorry, a beta. I guess you guys say uh, for. Uh, oh. It's like what? Beta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Heath. Uh, I've been told many times that the British accent is a good key seller to my podcast in the US. It, it is. adds a little bit of sophistication to the uh, yeah, the interview. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, so I'll just share. Let's see. What, uh, Welcome. Let's see. I'm uh, just trying to share uh, that screen. Oh, just... Right, okay. Google Hangout, Soundation feed. Where's the Soundation feed? Uh, Skype. Oh, there we are. Okay, so I'm sharing my screen. So I'm logged in. Um, this is, I literally have not spent any time. So you can see that I'm in the Soundation. And apparently, I think somewhere there is a, a, a beta for testing. Is that a studio? Oh, this is the Soundation Studio. Yeah, here we are. I've not got past this. Uh, this looks too complicated for me. Uh, can you see my screen? Where? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, don't even know what, what I would do to start. I mean, where's the record button? I can't even see a record button. Yeah, it's the little circular button down at the bottom next to the 1.1.1. Go to the left. Down here somewhere. See the middle of the screen where your plays and your back rewinds and all that are? Oh, you know what? There's this thing here. Okay. Okay, so this is record. Okay, so that that's recording, but I can't see any. Yeah, I don't know. Wave. Maybe you have to plug in your plug in your lines first. I haven't actually. I messed around with it and got it recording, but it would be awesome, you know, if you could log in with two people and do something. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. Mean, I like him briefly, but then he kind of stopped. I didn't really get any more contact with him. So but. this is now I'm recording, but it doesn't look like there's any like levels or and it doesn't look like, sound like you're recording either it's just it's you know when it's like oh there we go okay so i've been able to record it's mine. Just a, yeah oh, okay so now that's in the cloud and i could edit that obviously this is not making for a particularly interesting mastermind podcast <laughs> for people <laughs> listening but I'm, I'm just looking at the foundation.com uh we're really looking at girls on the beach in Miami. <laughs> yeah. So I'm supposed to be able to, can you see this file here? I could probably, what, edit that now um, in the cloud? Yeah. And then I somehow guess. and then somehow export it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's uploading now to do something. Okay. Well, let's see what I mean. Like, so it's not intuitive, is it? He, mm -hmm. he, and so it would, it just needs something as easy as Skype to use, I think. Okay, anyway, so yeah, that's that's your idea, huh? That's not, I mean, that's just, I was one thing, thinking of the future, like what's next? There's all these people out there that are like, yeah, I'll do your audio editing, I'll do your show notes, but like, what comes after that, man? And I think everything's on the cloud, and I think that people are going to want to log in, hit one button, Somebody else is logged in, kind of like Google Hangouts does, and you can record it. But then also having those podcaster tools right there with it. Well, that's what and I mean. You, you may want to check out this foundation because if you can do that, uh, you know, through this foundation, then uh, you know that would uh, is it, that would be the the holy grail, wouldn't it? But it's already there. You know, you've got the I mean, tools. I mean, think about if you could in, if you could combine foundation to record it, and then it immediately tweens right into a phonic which will boost it and send it out to your social media. And then it immediately after that will trigger people to do like the show notes and the transcriptions and the timelines and the Canva images. And then it's all done with literally like one click of a user. I mean, that that's something that would be huge value to people. Okay, there's there's plugins. You could, it looks like you can add plugins as well as I'm playing around with this now. Uh, there's little plugins. There's just buttons here premiums as there's you can add oh so you could add sounds so there's a soundboard which means as you're recording the podcast you could then just add in the uh the sounds as you're playing them uh, as you're recording yeah it, it, it may do, it may it may help it may literally do what you need to to do so okay uh, uh, yeah i've already it's just a lot of I mean, I know he's in beta, but what's it going to cost when it goes live, you know? 
Well, that's why I, I, I'm not sure if you... Um, uh, so I don't know. He gave me this login. I've just used my Google login to get into. I, I don't know if I'm. Yeah, he gave I, me one too. So I don't know. It says premium. I'm logged in as Paul uh, at the app guy, and it says it's premium. So I've got some kind of premium account that I haven't paid for. Um, but it's it's just too complicated. I I, I need. Well, I think you just have to take time to. to I mean, when you first open, you know, Audition track. or Audacity, you've got to. It just takes a little bit to learn how to use it, and then it's pretty easy after that, I would think. So, okay, so it's saying import audio files, so I can import files. It's saying I could export um, a dot wave or a dot SNG. I don't know what it. What's a dot SNG? Do you know? I'm guessing maybe that's his. I don't know. Maybe that's his own file for that program. I've never heard of it before. Okay, now I'm publishing track. Uh, so I've just recorded that little snippet. I'm going to put test. And I'm going to hit publish. Publish error. You have published this track. You have already published this track. Make some changes if you want to republish it. Okay. So it's already published. Need some messing about with here. Sorry, I'm sidetracking you there. I, I just feel like this could work for you, but it's incredibly complicated to even start to understand how it would work for you. I mean, I just have to look at it and see. I think it something like that you know i just think it would be easier to have just a in in web recorder but i'll figure it out man <laughs> yeah how are you getting on for guest interviews uh, i think the last time we spoke you're pretty much uh, up to speed until march well i need to catch back up now but i've got shit, i don't know um i mean i've got enough people signed up to release through like the end of april Oh, really? Wow. But I haven't recorded all of them yet. And some people, you know, they flake out or whatever. But I've been focusing on, like, literally finding people that I think are massively interesting and trying to get them on as opposed to just anybody. Um, I had a state there for a while where I was getting a lot of artists, which was cool. But now I'm trying to go back to the world changers and, and see what, you know, people that are doing kind of amazing things all over the world, like, fighting the sex trade out in India and things like that. Um, I think it's always fascinating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, these guests, uh, uh, have you had any that have really propelled your show? Like, do, you, do you track how, um, uh, how impactful their promotion is of their own episodes? Like, do you, do you have a track? You know what? The biggest, the biggest one still to this date that propelled it was Josh Earl, probably. Um, Trajan oh, really? King was pretty, Trajan King was pretty good. Other than that, not really. It's surprising, isn't it? Uh, that. Um, well, it's like some of them just don't even, you know, they don't even end up sharing. It doesn't seem like. And then, I deleted my Facebook, which is the way I connected with a lot of them. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I ping them on Twitter and they get the email from me with all their links. And so if they share it, they share it. If they don't, they don't. But I make sure I make a connection with people and I don't have to, you know, I'm more about, the, it's more about the network for me. And it's a lot of fun doing it. It really is. How are you getting on introducing people um, through email? Are you, are you, are you doing a lot of that? Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously see a lot of it. I mean, just yesterday I spoke to a, a Kiffany 
which is one of your leads. So uh, he's trying to get a million people to her website this year. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. She's pretty cool, man. Yeah, she's great. Uh, she was one of the most interesting uh, lawyers I've ever had on the show. Yeah, she's like an ultra creative. Uh, I mean, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on an incubator somewhere, like one of the big incubators, and then uh, focus on the people within that incubator and get them as guests. Uh, but uh, I've had like some really interesting people already. Had a guy uh, who bummed out of college and uh, set up a almost like a skateboarding, snowboarding type app where you connect people and throw house parties uh, for your friends and they can see, you know, where you are. And it's, it's just, uh, he, he was a complete, you know, like um, dropout type guy, but uh, he's an entrepreneur and uh, he sounded like he was onto a cool idea. So um, that's awesome. Yeah. I just like the, you know, I just love me meeting people like that. Uh, so um, I'm, gonna, I'm running some giveaways uh, again. Uh, How'd that big one go for you? Yeah, the big one was uh, uh, the uh, the one with uh, pre-apps. Uh, that actually was a failure, uh, to be frank. Uh, the eight hundred dollar one. Yeah, yeah. We we run really? it. We we drew the uh, the the prize, and um, there was only fourteen signups. Really? Yeah. So it was a complete flop. And uh, uh, nowhere oh. near, nowhere near what I was getting for the Sublime Text. So I said to the the guy, "We need to run another one. It needs to be probably the Sublime Text, maybe uh, something like that." And there uh, must be like a huge community of Sublime Textures signing up for giveaways. Yeah, I just think well, obviously the timing of the year was was not good, and doing a giveaway uh, over that festive period didn't seem to it didn't have any traction. Uh, and so um, that's true. Uh, so I've got like um, I've got the guy from Viral Tag who's offering a year's worth of Viral Tag uh, subscription. I'm going to run, run one for him. Uh, he's on the wait list for sponsorship. Uh, I uh, I'm probably going to do another Sublime Text uh, giveaway, uh, but I'm not going to run a giveaway for like that the, the you know like the um, the bundle. Uh, I I think it needs to be like a I think the prize is really important. Yeah. And also the traction, the immediate, the immediacy, and the traction. So that you know, whoever I run a, a, a giveaway with, they have to have some kind of clout. And uh, and then, literally. but so the joint, the joint giveaways have been up and down, really. Yeah, pretty much down. Based on what you were doing by yourself. Yes. Hmm. I haven't run one yet, man. I still haven't done it. Well, I set one up for a guy yesterday. It took all of uh, ten minutes. He provided me with the artwork and the. Uh, let me show you a link. Uh, Man, I have I have a King Sumo giveaways. I just haven't used it. I bought it. <laughs> I bought it on their Black Friday special. I got it for like forty bucks or something. Oh right. I just haven't okay. had giveaway yet. App shots. There we are. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I set this uh, one up for this guy yesterday. I'll just uh, text you the um, link. And um, how do we message you now? Uh, from Skype to Google Hangout. It's like all confusing. There we are. 
uh, yeah, I just set that up. It took a, literally five, 10 minutes and uh, he's gonna do all the promotion. Uh, I said I would help him out. He's actually launching an app. It's a pretty good idea, actually. He's um, uh, helping you with your uh, app images for iTunes. So the screenshots, huh. you know how you have to have all these different screen sizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's his uh, giveaway there. Uh, it's oh, just cool. started. Uh, but I'm not going to promote that through my channels. I'm just going to let that him run with that and see how he gets on. Um, but it's not particularly an in interesting uh, giveaway, I don't think. Uh, you know, no one's going to really know what it what it is. Yeah, those giveaways are funny beast. I saw somebody else doing a giveaway for a Sublime Text ebook the other day. Somebody else wrote one. Oh, for an ebook. Yeah, they wrote a, a whole guide on Sublime Text, kind of like Josh did. Josh is still the most amazing uh, giveaway. I mean, 106. I don't think he's doing anything with his email list. That's the ironic thing. Uh, he ended up with 160,000 uh, emails. Yeah, I know. And uh, he took that. It literally it, it crippled him in MailChimp. I think he kept them in there for, I don't know, a month. And then he forgot to cancel. And it, it, he then had to incur charges for another month, uh, which was like $1,000 or something. Holy God. You know, because when you put more um, recipients in, when you import them, yeah, uh, uh, MailChimp yeah. charge you a lot more. Uh, and uh, then he went over to um, GetDrip, uh, which is the uh, uh, Rob Walling uh, product. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you can, like, you can, so he's using that. But I, from the last I heard, which was two, three months ago, I don't think he's doing anything with that list. Uh, or, or very little. Well, but he's got one hundred and sixty thousand people on his list, so it's like a, it's a cool brag factor, huh? Yeah, he's awesome, man. He's one of the most humble guys that I've ever run across. Are you still listening still to his show? Yourself. To his? No, I don't. Mm. To the entrepreneur programmers? Yeah. No, I've been listening to a lot of uh, health shows, actually. I listen to the Model Health Show all the time and because um, I haven't been, the last couple of weeks, I haven't really been driving a lot. And Let's see. I'll tell you. You guys want to hear some shows I'm listening to? Yeah. Right now, I bet you do. I bet you do. Probably a lot that you listen to, Paul. Obviously, you're on there. Um, where, where am I? Real. <laughs> You're one of the. You're like the very bottom because it was like the second one I added. Oh, that's good. The community podcast is still on there. That's funny. Oh yeah, that's uh, uh... yeah. So I listen. I listen to Pat and I listen to um, the Art of Charm. I like Brain Stuff Audio, which is just short stuff. I like some minimalist stuff. Um, oh yeah. John Corcoran's pretty good for networking and things like that. He does the Smart Business Revolution. I've got a Learn to Speak Spanish one. Uh, wow. The Buckeye Brothers, which is like my favorite, because Ohio State's playing for the national championship on Monday. For all you haters, sure you guys don't watch college football in the states, I guess out there, do you? No, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Are you watching a bunch of people uh, at university play? Football, no chance. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. 
yeah, you, actually, you're in the middle, Paul, because you updated your cover, and I had to re-add it. <laughs> Which you still have the best cover out of all of them, I think. Uh, the Model Health Show by, I don't know if you listen to that, dude, but you would love it. Uh, he's model, brilliant. I'm, I'm looking for it now, the Model Health Show. Uh, you know I what? Mean, he was actually, he was a guest on Pat Flynn. Oh, right, okay. I reached out to him on Twitter, and he responded. And I mean, he's a he's awesome. Like he's just it's the most valuable, just straightforward health information ever. Oh yeah. yes, I remember you mentioning this guy before. Uh, how, because of course uh, it's actually very important to me. I'm currently living on uh, still now. I've gone back to one meal a day and two shakes. Oh, you know the thing I was talking about last year the uh, uh, the Soylent. Uh, they've just raised, I think, oh, let me just get the article again. They raised a bunch of money, which I think it may be $10 million. Really? And, uh, yeah, which means uh, um, that they have a valuation. I just want to correct myself in case I'm giving you the wrong numbers. Um, just finding where I posted that. Uh, I Yeah, Soylent. So they, they ended up getting venture capital money from um, this big... Uh, VC firm in the US and they raised yeah they, they raised 10 million dollars for this this nutritional shake called Soylent uh he started blogging about it in 2013 which is when I started following him and now that that's basically valued his company at uh, 100 million dollars jeez so uh yeah all he did was gave up food for a year and live on this shake uh, and blog about it oh my gosh that's genius. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people that try to do it and a lot of them that don't make it, but man, that's pretty awesome to hear stories like that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it are just you shows doing, you. Are you doing those shakes? Uh, well, I, I can't get hold of Soylent. Every time I try and buy it, uh, it's like this big wait list and uh, it's only for US and delayed for international shipment. I mean, if you, you know, I'm sure if you looked into it, there could be a, quite a big pent up demand for this stuff. There's loads of people tweeting in the UK saying, where can I get this stuff from? Happy Van Winkle. So I, I, I'm asking my supplier of Shakeology to try and get hold of it for me. I'd love to try it. But at the moment, I'm just living on two Shakeologies and um, yeah, I'm paying about $140 a month for these Shakeologies. And uh, I mix them with bananas and fruit and that. And uh, then one meal a day. And uh well, I mean, it's really not that bad when you think about how much money you spend on food, typically. Well, that's right. It's uh, my, my I'm going to try to do that soon. We are uh, we follow a lot of the stuff on youngandraw.com, and they have a lot of different shake recipes, and everything's kind of raw. It's a really awesome site and blog. Um, pretty big site and blog, too. Right. Up. But, yeah, we're, we're doing some sort of... It's really hard because we in the United States they have this like just it's just flooded with GMO stuff, man. Like you can't. I know in in Europe they are required, I think, to put if there's GMOs on the label. But here, it's just there's like one giant company that owns ninety percent of the seeds, and they're well, all is that modified some sort of mo- yeah, what's, G- what's GMO? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's. And this guy, he also makes like Roundup, which is pesticides. And so he's got his hands in everything. He owns like 90% of the seeds in the United States. They're all modified. And, you know, they directly cause cancer. I mean, really, anything you grow here, if you, it's, it's a really scary thing. There's not a lot of research on it. 
there should be a lot more laws than there are. But it's very hard to find stuff that's non-GMO certified. Um, and we've been trying to do it, and it's just not like, I don't want to eat that shit, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Anyone I, who controls that m amount of um, the market is, is corrupt. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. You know, he's got his hands in everything. And there's actually a big MIT study that said by 2015, one in two kids are going to have autism because of this stuff. Because it's in everything really? and everybody. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's nuts. And uh, it's scary. So that's what we're trying to do. And of course, doing shakes and things like that, as long as you can get fruit and vegetables from, you know, an organic farmer who's non-GMO, you just, you just never know. It could be labeled organic, but that doesn't mean that it's not, you know, GMO free. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's a, so I, what I'm hearing from you then, Heath, uh, as we're wrapping this up, is that you are on a health drive this year. You're pumped up. You may launch another podcast. Uh, you're you're uh, you're going to stay working, but you know, look to later on to have an exit. Uh, it's going to be a good year for you, and uh, I'm here to help you in any way. You're of no forward. stress, Paul. Uh, I, Not letting. Yeah, I love you. I love our chats. I, I mean. I, I came, I hope you don't mind, I came without anything prepared <laughs> because uh, I figured that we'd be able to... I didn't know you ever prepared anything. Well, I, I said to the, um, <laughs> I said to one of the listeners, no, was it? Uh, no, this guy, Tim, uh, who's doing this um, podcast, his service, I said, you know, I, literally not one episode have I ever prepared for. Um, and he just couldn't yeah. believe it. He's listened to a lot. He said, I, I, honestly, it doesn't sound... It, it all sounds really prepared and you put a lot of work into it. I said, look, if I prepare for each episode, I, I've got 22 episodes a month. I just, I can't do that, yeah. you know, so. You can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go into each, almost like uh, each interview blind, pretty much. I've got no idea. Um, I kind of got embarrassed because I called uh, Kiffany Kifani. Uh, <laughs> but you're in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Kifani Stali, I said. She's no, it's Kiffany Stale. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> it's an English accent. Um, it's all right. I, I, I try to ask before, but I get a lot of names that I, you know, I screw up. Like, I don't know how, but I do. Yeah. Uh, so, so how best can, so what, 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 I just, before we say goodbye, then what literally are the things I need to, when I'm thinking about you, how to help, because it doesn't sound like introductions are that going to be that helpful anymore. If you've got all your interviews lined up until April. Uh, well, so. I mean, any introductions to awesome people, I always, I always appreciate and even just connecting with them to talk with them. So they're definitely helpful, Paul, in every way. And then of course, uh, for me, I mean, really it's just, you're going to figure out ways to make money and yeah. and uh, not be so stressed out with work and just keep it on, man. Just yeah, on. I just wish there was a, a magic formula to making money, you know, some button you could press and then it just happened. Um, well, I, I get website jobs shelled to me, which holds me over a little bit. And I'm really going to try to analyze, like, last year was kind of a mess. I don't have any idea what came in, what I spent really as far as, you know, I had website jobs, but I spent way more than what I actually brought in. But I need to get like an accounting system in line so I can actually watch the money and see what it's doing. Uh, I think that's the first step for actually being able to 
make profits and, and get them up. Yeah, I, I do like one of my guests, uh, uh, Mike Michalowicz, did say, he said um, he, he wrote a book called Profits First. So you, you literally start with uh, how much money come in and then yeah. you then you you want you know you figure out how much you would like to profit from that so you put the profits first so say it's 30% and then the rest of it is what you've got to spend and spend no more than that you know literally uh, and 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 it's hard because i'm looking at my paypal account and i'm thinking oh i want to you know i want to buy this i want to buy that you, you get kind of drawn in i'm just looking at blinkist say, thinking i want to spend 50 pounds on that you know you just you, you kind of you get drawn in because it's very you know it's very compelling to buy this stuff uh, yeah i mean i got i got crapped uh, on a seo course the other day yeah and you just can't help it and and you think oh it's because you only like look at it in small chunks that you think oh, it's just worth it and then uh, and then you kind of you know you probably think it would be better to try and have some mechanism whereby you only are uh, have like a pot of money and that's it you're not allowed to spend any more and then you, it makes you work really hard about where you do spend the money um, because it's, it's it's hard to get it in. That's the, that's the, the challenging thing, isn't it? Um, I mean, look how much work I do for that sponsorship. That's ridiculous. You know, the fact. Uh, to, but so, I mean, at least you're pulling in, at least you're, it's working out as far as money goes. Yeah, I would, but I, I don't think sponsorship is the, the future um it's just like nice to have like a you know the show supported but uh i think monetizing the audience somehow uh just you know figure it out so i guess is that our whoops you could get that if you want i, I can't figure out how to turn it off on the computer oh. <laughs> don't worry about it all right okay heath well have have a good one i'll see you on twitter land and uh I will. Um, oh Try yeah. my Twitter. Oh, uh, hang on a minute. So, so uh, yeah. Thanks very much. That's good. Bye for now. See you in another episode.